Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's yours truly, the Queasy Man. We are back for another episode of the Never Broken Podcast. I know I've been away from you guys, but I've been working very, very hard on myself, the business that I'm in, and I've been spending time with my family and a lot of other things. So let's get let's get right to it. Um, you know, it's no secret right now that the country that we're, we live in, the great United States, is you know in, in a bad way. Uh, a lot of crazy things going on in in the world that that we're in today. Um, you've got you know President uh, you know fuck nuts uh, Joe Biden, as I like to call him. You know, is um you know what he did you know with uh, Russia and the Ukraine situation. You know, uh, he he put out a quote there. A while back, I think it was when he was running for 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 office. Correct me if I'm wrong or not, but uh, you know that he's the only one that will stand up to Putin, and and he doesn't fear Putin, and uh, you know that's just all horseshit and and lies, uh, you know, because Putin's obviously invading Ukraine, and you know we're, we're giving them so much money, Russia, so much money every day for oil, and we shut our own our own fucking pipeline down, um. Other crazy things that's going on in the world today that we do, um, you know, lizard lick towing. If you guys have ever watched that show, um, Ron Shirley, the big blonde haired guy that, you know, is an owner of lizard lick towing, his son was murdered. Um, and still going uh, under an investigation. So just a lot of crazy things going on right now. I know right now everybody's worried and, you know, we should be, you know, with the situation with Russia and Ukraine. Um, situation with our president, you know, let's face it, because our president should be in a geriatric ward. Um, he reminds me of my grandfather right before my grandfather passed away. And my grandfather's mind was not sharp when he, when he passed, right before he passed away, he was 85 years old, uh, you know, and, and Biden, uh, you know, these Biden folks, these people that voted for Joe Biden, um, you know, where, where, where are you at now? Um, where, where are you at now? Um, you, you know, what, what are you doing? What's your guy doing for us now? Inflation is as as it is an all time high. I, I mean, you know, I can't even go to the grocery store for my family of four and buy groceries for the week without spending like two fifty. No, I mean, granted, my my kids eat good. We we got our snacks and things like that in your meat, but you know, also milk. You know, a gallon of milk is you know almost seven dollars. A loaf of bread, uh, the price of fuel. Um, you know, everything's just being driven up. And another thing is, is all these, you know, pricing and everything's growing, going up. So now businesses, companies are inflating their rates. You know, I'm in a business where we, we bid work all the time, you know, and not trying to get off, but we're, we're increasing our pricing by 25, 35% just because of inflation. And that's just the small guy. I don't know what the bigger companies are doing. I know they're inflating as well. They they have to as well. But you see inflation is at an all-time high. Our country's in the shitter. What can we do about it? So we're going to get into that. We're going to get into, you know, some other things. You know, um, go to the neverbrokenpodcastpage.com on Facebook or on Twitter. And please hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. And let's fucking grow this thing, man. Let's help me grow this thing. Help me bring guests on this show. Talk about whatever we want to talk about. Um, cancel culture is definitely not going to fucking stop me. I'm going to keep going for it as I do. Um, and, and as I said before, you know, I'm, I, the month off that I took from doing the podcast, I thought about the podcast every single day. I thought about 
what I was saying and what I do every single day. And it, and it helped me reignite that fire. It helped me get back what was missing, that fire, that drive. And, you know, I'm here. And I'm here to stay for a while. Got a lot of crazy things going on in, in the world. And we need some positivity. Um, you know, one of the things that I've, I've done in, in the past, you know, a couple of weeks is, you know, you, you look at your, your phone. I mean, every, and I, and I just don't want to say American, you know, uh, other people, nationalities, you go to, yeah, go to the airport, for example, an airport is where, you know, there's a lot of people, different race, countries, whatever people there. So I recently went on a trip, took my family and, you know, I was in Miami airport coming home and Miami airport is big. And you would not believe how many people run into you because they're looking at their phone. You and you sit down and you get ready to, you know, board your plane. You know, you show up there to the gate sometimes an hour, sometimes an hour and a half, fifty, whatever, whatever the the time is, and it's just everybody nonstop on their phone, nonstop on their phone. And you know, having a cell phone is a good thing in a way, but also it's having a cell phone is a bad thing in a way. You know, you go to a restaurant, you're sitting down to eat, you look to the left, you look to the right, everybody's on their phone, reading text, Facebook, you know, you go and you see people waiting to get a table, they're, they're on their phone, and it's really just, uh, I, I guess, done something to me over the past, you know, a couple of weeks to where, you know, I have an, um, a reminder in my phone every day, shut, get off the phone, shut it off, and whether I'm in a hotel room or I'm at home with my family, just shut that, put the phone on a charger, go play with my kids, go watch TV with my wife, go go do something, but do it without the phone. You know, take our nose out of the phone. And I have found some peace in that because when your face isn't in the phone and, and you're just sitting at your dinner table at your house, you don't have your phone, your phones are in, in the kitchen, in the count on the counter or whatever, you put your phones up and you sit down and maybe it's 45 minutes and 45 minutes, you know, it's for a teenager or somebody that has their phone all the time. feels like a long time, even me, you know, cause my phone, you know, with, with work and stuff like that, it, it's busy. You know, I'm always getting texts, emails, phone calls, whatever. So when I don't have it, it does, does feel a little bit different. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. But one of the things that I like about it is you get in touch with not just your your other people, but yourself. And that's the biggest thing that I've found and I've realized for success is being in touch with yourself. Because you know what? They can take fucking cars. They can take everything away. And at the end of the day, what do you have? You have yourself as a person. Okay? If the apocalypse were to break out right now or World War III were to break out right now, are we going to fight the fucking war on our phone? You, you know, what would you do? What would people do? Cell phone towers are down. There's no way to communicate now via, via cell phone. So now we've got to reset. You know, I think about that in time. Imagine if our society right now today had to, we hit the button and we reset the technology button. In a, in a way, some people say that'd be fucking great. That'd be awesome. And then other people are like, no, that'd be fucking horrible. You know, and... I'm kind of 50-50 on it because, you know, I grew up, you know, like I said, we all know how I, how I grew up and, and what I grew up, but, you know, uh, cell phones were just becoming popular 
when I became a teenager and, and living in the brow top area, you didn't have cell phone service back then. There was no cell tower. So in order to use your phone, you had to go over the mountain or you had to go sit somewhere. I can remember as a teenager, you know, trying to talk to a girl or two. Yeah, and, and they were they were from over the mountain and, and they texted a lot. And I remember like, what the fuck is text messaging? Because we lived, like I said, we lived in the broad top, kind of sheltered through some things. But I remember how you used to have to drive to, I used to drive to the top of um, Henrietta Mountain. And I would sit there and my, you'd let your phone sit there and you'd sit, sit there for a minute. And next thing you know, fucking the phone would just start vibrating with text messages, missed calls, whatever, from, from people, whoever it might have been. And it's like, oh, my God. And I'd sit there and I'd text for, for a little bit. Don't get me wrong. And then I'd go do something. And it's like, you know what? I kind of miss those days because it was it was fun. It gave you something to, to look forward to. Now, it's nice in a way. I can leave my phone on the counter and... I can send a text message. I can do a TikTok podcast, what, whatever it may be. But now it's like, you know, these, these teenagers, you know, now that I see, even at the high school that I went to, it's like, you know, all we're, I Snapchatted so-and-so or Instagram. It was like, you know, well, we didn't, we didn't have that growing up. I didn't have that. Facebook had just hit, hit the market. MySpace had been out. I mean, I did have a MySpace, but once again, it was get on the computer at night time because the phone, the landline, you had a landline internet. And I remember if you were on the internet, people couldn't call. So, so I, I remember that being the, the struggle and then people had to get two phone lines and then it went from two phone lines to why, you know, it started to go wireless a little bit. And I just, I remember that and, and how, the world we functioned, we, we survived as, as pe- not just teenagers, but, but people, we, we survived and we still had fun. You know, I, I remember what it was like to pick up the phone and call my buddy, you know, Hey, is uh, you know, so-and-so there now he's sleeping. I'll tell him to call you back. Hey, so-and-so's on the phone or whatnot those days. Nowadays, how many people actually pick up the phone and call each other? I know a lot of people that they, they text, they don't really talk on the phone much. You, you, you know, I'm not going on a tyrant here, but, you know, you, you try to get a hold of them at work, especially the younger kids that are even younger than me. You try to get a hold of them at work, and they, don't, they won't answer a fucking phone call, but they'll send you a fucking dozen text messages instead of picking up the phone, and we can have the problem solved in, you know, 50 seconds, but you want to text. And, you know, but I often think, you know, what would it be like if we had to hit that, hit that reset button? And you had to learn everything all over again. You know, what would that do to our society today? Could we adapt to it today with the people that we have? Or would it fucking eat us alive? And I, and I think that some people would adapt to it because there's strong people out there. And there's people that have, are older that have adapted to this, that, and the third. And then I think the younger generation is so used to having everything at their fingertips and it being like that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to sound like I'm 50 or 60. You know, I'm 30. I was growing up at the beginning of this. You know, you know, at, at the beginning of all this stuff, I was right there in my my teenage years. You know, so you you, you think about it. I mean, I I do. I, th- I think about it from you know time to time. Is you know what what would that what would that be like? You know, and it's like, huh. I would like that in a way, 
But then also it's like, you know, if I wanted to, I needed help and I don't know, you know, what the answer is, you know, I can just Google it. That, that's good and bad because now problem solving is, well, just ask Google or, or just ask Siri, you know, so, you know, get in a way, bad in a way, but, you know, let, let me know your thoughts, you know, what would think about that, you know, when you listen to this is what would you think, you know, would you like it or not? You know, that's just, uh, you know, some food for thought, you know, here to, you know, think about on our, on our day to day. But, you know, getting out, you know, back to what's going on with our country, you know, our country and the world, you know, it's a, it's a hard fucking place to be positive. And, and what, and what I mean when I say that is, is if, if you're a front runner in this country and, and you don't even got to be popular, like, you know, you know, I'm not talking about people that are on TV, celebrities, but if you're a strong person and you believe what you believe in and you're not going to let, you know, somebody dictate your life or, or cancel culture, you know, stop you from doing what you're doing and whatnot. You know, people kind of look at you a little bit like weird or, or this guy's kind of crazy or, you know, whatnot. It's hard to, to stand out in, in today's day. It's it's actually, you know, everybody wants to just go with the flow and do what they got to do to get by. I mean, I, one of the things that I, I saw when I was in Miami, a big city, you know, Miami is a very big city, beautiful city. Um, Don't get me wrong, but you just saw so much different culture. And, and that's good. That, that's that's good in a way. But one of the things that, you know, you you see is is people that fucking don't know how to do shit on their own and and be positive about it. So much fucking negativity. And then also, you've got people that got to post about everything that they do in their life. Now, granted, I use social media to get my podcast out there. I use social media to share pictures of my family so certain loved ones can, you know, see them. And I, I was talking to somebody the other day that, that I consider somewhat of a mentor, you know, for me, a successful person, an alpha male. And, you know, they they have a Facebook, but they don't they don't post pictures of their family on there. They really don't ever post stuff. You know what I mean? Or, you know, they might share a couple things here or there, but... I guess they have a Facebook to see what their old friends are doing, some fan, but they're not posting stuff. And, you know, I saw the meme or or the quote to where somebody says, you know, you don't have to put just because you're not posting it on social media doesn't mean that it's not happening. You know, you don't have to put your whole life out there on social media for, for everybody to see. And, you know, this person and I was having a conversation about it, you know, and they're like, you know, I don't, I don't put pictures of my family on there. You know, I love my family. I'm proud of my family. But he was like, you know what? If you fucking want to see a picture of my family, he was like, you know what? You'll, you'll have them. If, if I'm close with you and I want you to see pictures of my family, I got your phone number or I know where you live. I'll go print pictures off. I got your address. I'll mail them to you. I'm not putting pictures of my daughter, my son on, you know, this is coming from this person on Facebook for the whole world to see and people to make comments or, or this and that or know who my children are. I don't I don't need to do that. I also don't need to know people don't need to know, you know, hey, I took my family to Hawaii or, or wherever. They don't need to know that. That's none of their fucking business. You know, I can do what I want to do because I can I am who I am. And you know, I said to him, well, you know, 
I love my family and you know, and I'm not saying he doesn't, but it's like, you know, I like posting pictures of my, my, my daughter and my, my son and my wife. I do. I mean, it makes me, it makes me feel happy, elated. And he was like, no, that's great. And all. He was like, but he said, ask, he said, I want to ask you this. He said, how many of your friends and family, um, send you pictures of their, their kids, their, their, their families and what they're doing. You know, it's it's like you know what what how what do they do? Do they or, or don't they? And you you think about it, and it's like, huh? He was like, you know, if they really care about you and stuff like that, or you're involved in life, they'll they'll mail them to you. They'll send them to you via text message. You know, he was like, people that really care about you that want to be in your circle. He said, you know what? They should come to you, and you shouldn't have to go to them. He's like, if you got to beg people, and you and you got to share what your family's doing with people that you care about and you got to put it on social media to share it with those people so they can see it then guess what it ain't they ain't worth your time they ain't worth your energy you know you're trying that's a forceful relationship and i thought you know to myself you know he's got a point you know he's got a point kind of because you know i've always lived but with that you know with that intentions of you know hey not everybody, you know, likes what I did with my life years ago. And I'm a recovering addict, so I don't have too many people that are, you know, that I've kept in touch with that, that stuck by me through my darkest days. But, you know, long story short, you know, if I got to go on Facebook to post pictures of my kids for my loved ones to see or things like that, or for them to even know that we're alive, then they really don't give a fuck about me. To, and... And, and theoretically, and, and, and just speaking blunt, you know, and, and we were talking, he was like, you know, how many times a week does your friend call you or your loved one call you and say, hey, I'm just, or I'm calling, I'm texting you to see how you're doing, you know, to make sure you're okay, man, to make sure every, you're fucking, you're eating this week, man, to make sure you're alive and you're doing well. He said, how many people do you know that, that do that? That do that to you. He was asking, we was talking, you know, him and I. And I said that, you know, maybe one or two people. And he said, how many people do you know that you talk to that you've got to be the first one to talk to them? That they don't call you, you got to call them. They don't ask you to hang out. You got to ask them to hang out. They got it. You got to ask them to come over to the house. They don't ask you to come over to their house. You got to ask them, you know, to keep in touch. They don't ask you to keep in touch. You know, they don't put any effort in. And he said, you know, once you realize that those people aren't worth, you know, they don't give a fuck and, and they don't care about your time. They were, they're, they're, they're focused on yourself. As soon as you realize that you don't need them in your life because they don't want to be there, you can live free. And being a free man or a woman is being a dangerous man or woman. When you get to that point, and, and you know, to where he is like, you know, it doesn't fucking matter. You're not forcing people to like you. You're not forcing people to hang out with you. You're not forcing people to share these special moments in your life or your family's life with you. That's when you can live the best life that you've ever lived. That's when you can do the fucking exceptional best that you've ever done. Because at the end of the day, everybody wants to post on Facebook 
oh, look, I'm in fucking Miami, Florida. And, and I did take my family to Miami, Florida, but I'll use an example. Oh, look, I took me and my fucking boys went to Miami, Florida. There's all four of us posting there. Fucking here we are. But really, they're just doing it to show social media to try to look like they're a parent and they're in the quote-unquote it, that they have to do that. Because if they're not posting pictures about where they're going, what they're doing, and who they're doing it with, then they're irrelevant or, or they, it doesn't matter. And that's not necessarily true. You know, how many people do you know that, that uh, you know, go out to the bar with their friends or they go to have drinks with their friends and they, they post it on Facebook or Twitter, whatever, you know, social media, and you would have never known that if they wouldn't have posted it. But are they posting it because all their, you know, they, they had a great time and they just want to share their love and laughter with everybody else that, that missed it? Or are they doing it because they want to look relevant or because it's the quote unquote thing to do? You know, how many people do you know that to quote unquote have money? They not even, you know, the, the, if they meet you for the first time or they're meeting someone for the first time, the first thing that they pay attention to is the car that the person drives up in. You know, we talked about that. And, you know, this, this person is, is successful. They are, you know, I don't know if they're a millionaire or whatnot. It's none of my business, but they're, they're doing well financially for themselves. You know, they stated that when they go to meet somebody new for the first time, they take the oldest, the one of their, their older cars, they do. They drive up and because they want to get a real reception from the person. Because take it or leave it. If you drive up to meet somebody and you're meeting them to, to do whatever it is, and you drive up in a 1996 Toyota Camry. Now maybe there's no, there's no dents in it. It's just an older car, but there's no dents in it. It's a nice car. And they're like, oh, he drives a Toyota Corolla. He he don't he's not he don't have fucking ten fifteen million in the bank or whatnot. But how how do you know that? Because you can drive a, a ninety five Toyota Corolla and have fucking fifteen million in the bank, twenty million in the bank. And we we talked about perception. That was my weekly discussion with him was perception. Everybody thinks they know everything. They make about they make perceptions about. The clothes, the cars we drive, the house we live in, the and the fucking clothes we wear. It's all it's how, that's how we're presided nowadays in this world. If I walk in somewhere and I got a pair of I don't, I don't know old school white Reebok high tops, and I got a, just a white t shirt on and a gray sweatshirt, it don't say Harley Quicksilver or whatever on it. You know what are you gonna perceive? You know what's your perspective? perspective of me and you know people want to put that on Facebook when they're going out they want to show oh look at my fucking brand new Air Jordans and and look at my brand new Yeezys or or my brand new fucking Gucci shirt or or whatever it's to give that perception but yet when they go home that night or the next week the next week they don't know how they're going to pay their life bill that's due next Friday. They don't know how they're going to pay the car car payment next Friday. You have the, the people that are going out and they're maxing out credit cards to look a certain way, to drive a certain vehicle, to give a perception. But the real perception is, is they're 
trying so hard to be something that they're not. And once you are able to say, fuck it, I don't care what the fuck you think of me by the clothes I wear, the cars I drive, or the th- and, and the things that I don't post on social media, or, or, you know, and fuck it, I don't have to beg you to talk to you, beg you for time. I'm not going to beg you for you to pay attention to me. Then that's when you can start living your best life. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, hey, oh, hey, you're, you're, it's your buddy. I, I want to talk to Dave today. I'm not saying that it's wrong to reach out to Dave first. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but Dave responds back. But I'm talking about the people that, you know, you want to talk to, you miss hanging out with, but they only fucking talk to you when you talk to them. They don't go out of the way. You see, you know, you know, we'll go back to, you know, I, there's a situation like that. There's a group of people that, you know, I used to hang out with that. Fuck it. They wouldn't talk to me unless I stopped in at their house. They would invite me to cookouts at their house and I would show up. But now I'd invite them to cookouts at my house. They wouldn't come. I'd invite them to come to my house. They wouldn't come. So in a way, I felt like, you know what? I'm not fucking good enough unless I'm good enough to hang out with you on your terms. And and you, you drive by and, and they wave, but they're not going to stop at your house. You got to stop at their house. And, and and this is what I'm trying to learn and I'm trying to let go and say, fuck it. I don't care what you think about how I dress, how I look. And this is coming from a person that was very self-conscious as a kid, a teenager, and worried about that stuff and tried so hard to fit in because he didn't know who he was. You know, now I'm 30 years old and I don't, you know, I'm, I'm almost... Dude, 150% where I don't give a fuck what you think of me, what I drive, what I wear, how I look. And, you know, you're right. It has its dumb wonders. Am I there 100% yet? No, I'm not going to lie. But I'm close. I'm close. Really close. I've stopped talking to a lot of people because they don't talk to me. And I realized that, you know, if you can't talk to me, or that you I'm speaking to, if they can't talk to you at your fucking worst, they can't be with you at your best, you know? But get on Facebook tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow is a Monday morning. I'm recording this on a Sunday. But tomorrow morning when it's Monday morning and you're, you're listening to this fucking, get on Facebook. On, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm not encouraging. It's not healthy. But, but do it at fucking 7 o'clock in the morning on a Monday morning. I tell you what, that is the worst thing to fucking do to start your week. Because you know how many fucking people put... On Facebook or Twitter, Instagram. Fuck, it's Monday, 7 o'clock. Gotta go back to this fucking hellhole fucking job of mine. Had a great weekend, though. But now I gotta go be a fucking adult. Well, you're fucking right, you do. It's called fucking life. And guess what? Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. What we were just talking about three minutes ago. It's like, you know what? They don't give a fuck about you. So why the fuck should you give a fuck about them? But I tell you one, they will give a fuck about you is when you start fucking making it and now you, you know, fucking got money coming in or whatever, your lifestyle changes. You see, I want to be the fucking guy that, you know, no matter what, when I become a fucking hundred mil, worth a hundred million, which I will because I fucking will not stop grinding to get it, I'm not going to change how I fucking dress. I might change where I live just because of the area, but I'm not going to fucking change how I dress. I'm still going to drive the same kind of vehicle. Don't get me wrong. I like nice things. I'm not saying that, you know, you're doing well for yourself. Don't go buy nice things. 
Nobody's saying that. But I'm talking to all the, the people out there that are buying nice shit that can't really afford it because you're afraid to be your true self because the people you associate with don't fucking won't accept you for who you really are. Then guess what? They're not your real friends. And when you're a teenager, you don't think of that. You think you don't really think of that and pay attention to it. But it's like, you know what? Why the fuck didn't I do this back then? Because you know what? Fuck them. They ain't worth my time. And I know I'm saying the F word and, and, and that, but this is the truth. That's what makes my show different from anybody else's. I'm going to speak. I'm an average fucking person with real fucking problems talking to real fucking people. It's true fucking plain and simple. So, you know, if you're hanging out with people and, and, and you know, next thing you know, you wreck your car and you get a fucking Ford Pinto and are yeah, we don't want to ride through, you know, fuck them. Fuck them, because people are attached to material things. What for house do you got? What for car do you drive? And what for clothes do you wear? Three biggest things. Three fucking biggest things in life. You know what I mean? Um, I've looked at some really strong, high-performing people over, over the past two months. I've really been researching and, and, and listening to them. And, and, and something that, that they all have in common is that they, they keep their, their circles small. And they don't give a fuck about what anybody thinks. And I'm not saying, you know, and granted, I know somebody says, you know, well, it's a lot easier to not care what somebody thinks when you've got a hundred million in the bank. You know, you kind of got to care what people think when you only got $200 in the bank and you got to go to work and, you know, all that. But really, at the end of the day, you don't have to do anything you don't want to. I know people say, oh, it's responsibilities, which I, I respect. I, I do. You know, some people say, you know, hey, you know, I, we've talked about this how many times. You know, Tom's working, you know, in the factory and Tom hates his boss, hates his job. He's fucking miserable. And the reason Tom's working there is because if Tom quits, his wife said she'll leave. She's taking the kids, whatever, whatever it may be. If you're doing something, like I said, to please somebody else, but it doesn't make you happy, then why the fuck are you doing it in the first place? You know, some people, and, and it's cost me and got me a bad rep, because I'll quit a, I, I've quit a job because that, they're just, fuck this, you're not talking to me like that. You're not going to be treated like that. You know, one of the things that, and I can't, I can't believe I'm going to do it, that I, that I will, res, that I somewhat respect about these millennials. The one, the one thing that I, and, and the generation that I'm, a part of is that you get out, you know, you graduate high school, you go to work to where back 20 years ago, the boss was, you know, you dumb, stupid son of a bitch. You make a mistake. That's what they'd say to you. You stupid fuck, whatever. Yell, scream all day long, treat you like fucking pure garbage, like pure garbage. And I, and I, I remember Right before I started the first real job I had, you know, I remember hearing from people now, when you get to work, they're going to swear at you and they're going to do this at you and, you know, and just, but that's, that's what the boss is for. And, and I thought, wait, whoa, 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 wait a second. I've had, I've had coaches in my life, sports, I compare sports, sports to work and, and, and even at an 18 year old, an 18 year old punk, it's like, you know, you can work and, and you can reprimand and you can 
corrective criticize somebody without calling them a stupid, dumb, retard, whatever the word might have been, words might be. You can you can do that, or the boss is acting all high and mighty like he's better than than the guys. I know I know a lot of people like that. Um, they don't work out very well. They're in really at the end of the day, they're not that good anyway. And so the gener- my generation and the gen- definitely the generation after me said, you know what, fuck this. We're not going to be treated like this. You're not going to fucking yell and scream at me at work. You're not going to treat me like a piece of shit. I'll just fucking quit. Fuck you. And people 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years before us, you know, go would have never done that. They just took it. And that's why I believe that we have some of the issues that we do today. You know, is we just fucking, we, we took it. Some of the people, the reason these younger people are, are wealthy is, be, is, is because believing in herself that they're not going to be treated shitty at their workplace. To where, you know, 30 years ago, you were working a job, you were married, you had three kids, didn't care how big of a dick the boss was, you didn't fucking quit. You kept doing what you had to do and yada, yada, yada. Well, good fucking luck doing that now. Now, granted, I'm not saying you, you go and you scream at the, at the boss and, and start a, a commotion. But, you know, you're not going to disrespect me and I don't have to fucking stand for it because it's a job. It's not a life contract. Remember, it's a job. It's a job. It's not like you're signed up um, for fucking, it's not like you sign up for the military, which I respect anybody in the military, everybody in the military. It's not like it's where, you know what, if you quit, you die or, or if you quit, you get deported or, 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 you know, shot. No, it's a job. You don't have to be there. It's optional. You can tell them, go fuck yourself. But a lot of people choose not to because a lot of people, number one, don't have the balls to do it. Number two, don't believe in themselves. And number three, they still haven't pounded. This is what I got to do. I got to wake up every morning, go to someone job that I'm fucking miserable at. Because it's the only thing that's paying the bills, and I got to fucking take it. Then I got to go home and be around my wife and kids and make them fucking miserable and make everybody that's around me fucking miserable. Great job. Give them a round of applause. I give these older people a round of applause for teaching your children that. You just made somebody's life a living fucking hell. And then their wife takes it, takes it, takes it for on, they end up filing for divorce. They leave. The person becomes a drunk. It just a downward spiral. There's a lot. A lot that I said, but you know what? It's the truth. Whether you fucking like it or not. And sometimes I might even be wrong, but that's my opinion. You know, that is my opinion. Stop trying to fucking please people who don't really even give a shit about you anyway. Just stop. Stop trying to go and, and buy the expensive shit and, and that you can't afford because you're afraid Tiffany or, or, or Donnie or Mikey won't fucking talk to you. Fuck them. That's my advice for you. It feels good to be back. I want you fuckers to start tuning in and listening. Whether you do or not, I'm going to keep fucking doing this. Uh, nobody's making me stop. I'm not, not going to fucking just stop making my podcast. You know, I know that it's going to take a while to get it to where we want, where I want it to be, which is number fucking one. But you know what? I'm not stopping. And if I make a fucking promise, I'm going to do it. 
You guys have a fantastic day. Go knock Monday out of the ballpark. Get up off your ass. Fucking roll the dice. Believe in yourself. And I will see you at the top, baby. Over and out. I'm the fucking queasy man.